Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. Today, we just bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in our mouth. I pray that when you receive this message, it will meet you in good health, in peace and love and joy and loving each other and spending time in the word of God and getting more revelation and understanding divinely given by the Holy Spirit. Today is October the 22nd, 2020. The time is 8.22 a.m. 8.22 a.m. October 22nd, 2020. And today is Thursday. And sometime you have to really check to know which day it is because the days are just going by so quickly. But we bless the Lord for a sound mind and I still have a voice to speak and I don't take it for granted. Father God, I thank you this morning for your grace because you said your grace is sufficient. I thank you for your mercy because your mercies are new every morning. I thank you for your faithfulness because you remain faithful. I thank you for your love because you loved us so much that you sent Jesus to die for us. Father God, I thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And now, Holy Spirit, I ask you to, you take over, you take control of this teaching this morning and, and the worship this morning. You have your way. You have your way. You speak to the people in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you will continue to do the work in me to be the vessel fit for your kingdom in the name of Jesus. I thank you for bringing lost souls back to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that the, the lost prodigals are coming, are coming home. They are on their way home because you put a longing in their hearts now to come home. And we give you the praise and the songwriter says longing longing for jesus i have a longing in my heart for you just to be near you to feel your presence i have a longing in my heart for you and father god just as the prodigal son was restless he had a learn a yearning and a, and a longing in his heart to go back home to the father so father i thank you that yokes are being broken right now burdens are being removed right now god and the word of god said that it will be removed because of the anointing. We thank you for the anointing that you're breaking them, the, the yokes <coughs> from around their neck, the burden from off their shoulder, and you're releasing them back to come home. You're opening up their, 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 their spiritual eyes that was closed by the enemy. You're opening their spiritual ears right now that was clogged up by the enemy. And Father God, right now you a place a longing in their hearts to come back to the father we thank you 
they're not coming back one by one. They're coming back in droves, in droves from all over the world. You're calling them, you're calling them. Father, you're calling them and they are going to hear your voice and they are going to answer your voice and you're transforming them. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, Father, you're bringing the lost sheep back to the fold. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Oh God, and you're gonna heal them. Oh God, you're gonna restore them. Oh God, you're gonna you 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 can infuse them with the love, for they can receive the love from 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 the Father. And you're gonna you're gonna pour in truth in them, Lord God. And you're gonna put a hunger and thirst for your word in them. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise and I give you honor and I give you glory. All the glory, all the glory, all the glory belong to you. All the glory belongs to you, O Lord. All the glory belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you, O Lord. So, Lord, here I am. Another day. Here we are, people of God. Still the voice of Apostle Shirley Evans speaking to you today. And uh, what a beautiful song. He wants us to know that he loves us. And so the song he's given me, Gracious Spirit, Holy Ghost, Taught by thee we covet most Of thy gifts at Pentecost, Holy Heavenly Love. Love is kind and suffers long. Love is meek and thinks no wrong. Love than death itself more strong. Therefore give us love. Prophecy will fade away melting in the light of day love will ever with us stay therefore give us love faith will vanish into sight hope be emptied in delight Love in heaven will shine more bright. Therefore, give us love. Faith and hope and love we see, joining hand in hand agree. But the greatest of the three, and the best is love. 
from the overshadowing of thy gold and silver wing shed on us who to thee sing holy heavenly love therefore give us love and the best is love love came down from heaven and he's still here loving he's still here loving loving us i'm loving you more every day loving you more every day the more i love you i want to show you i'm loving you more lord i'm loving you more lord i'm loving you more every day love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me hallelujah love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me <coughs> excuse that cough and so we're still talking about the glory of god but he wants me to touch on something else and it's still about the glory of god he's talking he wants to talk about <coughs> spiritual gifts as well because uh god is moving in a different direction uh, for these couple of days and and i watch him him do his work in first corinthians chapter 12 it talks about spiritual gifts but I'm not going to read from verse 1. I'm going to read from verse 4. It says, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To the one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, one, to another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. 
to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of one and the same spirit and he gives them to each one just as he determines and so i'm going to touch on something that happened well it's been happening all this week and and of course for weeks it's been happening but i've been revealing it to you i told you about the man who had the eye problem and and god is healing well of course yesterday as i was sending out the message um uh, right after that i called someone because when i was sending out the message uh god began to show me as i was praying someone with a hand problem on their wrist so i called someone because the person who had the wrist problem god showed it me was his daughter and so i called the person to actually pray for the daughter and uh, as i was praying for the daughter god gave me a word of knowledge and the word of knowledge he gave me was the word sciatica and uh, for days i've been experiencing this pain down my left leg under the calf that runs down but it was excruciating pain now i knew it was for someone i uh, didn't know who it was until when i was praying for the daughter, the word of knowledge came to me. And then I realized it was the woman I was praying, her mother. And and I, I explained what I'd been experiencing, plus in the toes, and then plus a, a little ache, ache um, right almost near the back to the spine. So that it was she who was experiencing that. God gave me the word, the word of knowledge. He went down to the root of the problem and he called it sciatica, the sciatica nerve. So see what was happening. One of the gifts was flowing, was being manifested at that time. And that God was going to heal that person. Now, he gives you wisdom, he gives you knowledge, but in all you're getting, you have to get understanding. So he was able to break down what that meant. And he wants me to share it to you. Because I believe all these people that God has been sending these messages to, they are part of the body of Christ. And each member have different gifts. And I I think it was some months ago, I sent out one of the messages. I said, the earth is groaning and travailing for the manifestation of the sons of God. So God is the spiritual gifts inside of us that has been laid dormant for a season is now going to flow out of us. But that's why we have to stay in the word, stay in prayer, stay with God, and he's about to manifest these gifts.
for the perfecting of the church, for the body of Christ, for his glory. And so the sciatica is a pain extending along the sciatic nerve, which is the largest nerve in the body, and which supplies sensation from the back of the thigh along the outer side of the leg and into the foot and toes. The most common cause of sciatica is a slipped or herniated disc of the lower spine. Osteoarthritis is another cause. In some cases, the pain is accompanied by a paralysis of some of the associated muscles of the thigh and leg. Inflammation of the sciatic nerve, sciatic neuritis, while rare, may be a consequence of diseases such as alcoholism or diabetes or of vitamin deficiencies. Sciatica may vanish unaccountably as it arises, but in cases where it is persistently painful and immobilizing, effects should be made to discover the underlying cause. Until the cause can be treated, relief may be provided by physical therapy, a surgical girdle, or support types. But what is going to happen? God is about to show his glory throughout the earth using different vessels, but it's the same spirit working. What happens when you can't find a doctor? What happens when you can't find a surgeon? Well, God in the Garden of Eden did the first surgery. He is the healing, delivering, doctor the same miracle working god still doing it through his vessels and so whatever gifts that you realize that god has given to you you have to stir it up and the stirring is stay in his word stay in his presence Stay in his will, do what he has caused you to do. Now, the thing about it, the gifts and callings is without repentance. So they're going to still, the gifts are still going to be there. As I said, he's awakening, he's awakening, he's awakening the gifts. Now, all Christians have faith. Some, however, have, have spiritual gifts of faith. Whatever gift you have, you have to use it for the building up and unifying of the church. Like I said, there are many gifts. People have different gifts. Some people have more than one gift. And one gift is not superior to another. All spiritual gifts come from the Holy Spirit and their purpose is to build up Christ's body, the church. And so when I was praying for the person with the sciatica, all I felt as I prayed 
was there was this coolness that went down my leg. And the Holy Spirit says, Satan, do you feel a coolness going down your leg? Yes. And so there was no more pain. This morning, I called that person. There was no more pain. So we give glory to God, who is the healer, who is the deliverer. We could call on him anytime. So see, she isn't here in my house. She's elsewhere, somewhere else. So you see the spirit is spirit. That's why I told you the other day, the woman didn't open up her mouth and say, um, I have this problem. She said in her heart, if I can, could just but touch. So see for days, I was feeling her infirmity. That was the spirit of God in intercession. Let me take it on. I mean, I'm not saying he does it to everybody, but you have different kinds of gifts. And so we just thank God. We just thank God for what he is doing. And he's not faking it because there are a lot of fakers and who turn around and take God's glory and put themselves on display. No. We are to give glory to God, but he's using the vessel to bring the glory out of the vessel. Isn't that amazing? So, there are multitude of gifts. It's the church is composed of many types of people from a variety of backgrounds and a multitude of gifts and abilities. And so that word of knowledge came. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch him, and say that we love him. Open my ears, Lord, and help me to listen. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. Distinguishing between spirits, prophecy, the word prophecy is not just a prediction about the future. It can also mean preaching God's word with power. Distinguishing between spirits, that's discerning of spirits, means the ability to discern whether a person who claims to speak for God is actually doing so or is speaking by an evil spirit. We really need to pray and ask God, Lord, sharpen, sharpen, sharpen my discernment. I told somebody last night, I said, yeah, I'm sharp, I'm Washington. In other words, God has put me through so much people deceiving me. I say, God, why are you allowing them to deceive me all this time? He said, I'm sharpening you. I have to take you to the wildernesses to, to, to discern what different lizards look like. So what different spirits look like. So when they come, 
you already know because I've sharpened you. I've allowed you to go through to know like like the, 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 like the bankers who learn real money. So when they see the false, they know. They know what the real is. So I thank God for that. Distinguishing between spirits means the ability to discern whether a person who claims to speak for God is actually doing so or is speaking by an evil spirit. Paul discusses tongues and their interpretation in more details. A person has each gift is given by the Holy Spirit. As I said, the Holy Spirit decides which gifts each one of us should have. He, he makes a decision. We are responsible to use and sharpen our gifts, but we can take no credit for what God has freely given us. So Paul compares the body of Christ to a human body. Each part has a specific function that is necessary to the body as a whole. The parts are different for a purpose and in their differences, they must work together. Christians must avoid two common errors, being too proud of their abilities or thinking they have nothing to give to the body of believers. You have something. Instead of comparing ourselves to one another, we should use our different gifts together to spread the good news of salvation. So here it is. What happened is God wants you to know that it's the same spirit, but different gifts manifesting. So for these uh, two, three days, he's been manifesting the healing anointing and the deliverance anointing. That's what he has been doing. And, and, um, it's happening quickly. Not only that, he's giving you confirmation by the person experiencing the healing. And the thing about it is, it so happens that the person here is Nassau. But there are times when I could sit down, turn on the TV, and I would pick up the infirmity of the person on the TV. One time I'm t I turned on the TV and all of a sudden I, I got this high fever. I got this high fever until I was getting chills. And I was like, Holy Spirit, what is wrong with me? And he said, that's my, that man right there on the TV. He's sick. He has the virus. He has the COVID-19. And you picking up all what is going on with him the fever and the headache oh blessed be the name of the lord so therefore god allowed me my body to experience it i think it was like three or four days and when i turned the tv on and there was a man again in his basement but feeling a little better and in no time that man was okay because it took like a week, <clears throat> I think a little over a week, I was still feeling that and prayed for the man and I didn't feel it anymore. So I never know when this gift of healing or deliverance is going to come on me.
because it's a, it's a God thing. And so on the phone to you this morning, I never know who is about to touch, but he's about to touch somebody. He's about to touch somebody who's been experiencing extreme sinusitis. Okay? He's about to touch that person because that's the first word I hear right now. Okay? And he's about to touch the person that had a fall, slipped down, and had a fall. He's about to touch that pain. That pain, he's about to erase in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for it. And Father, God, you just showed me he's about to touch that person who is suffering from ulceritis colitis. He's about to heal that person, miraculously heal that person. And that's a word of knowledge he just gave me. They've been experiencing ulceritis colitis. He's about to heal that person. And Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I see that person with a spirit of meningitis. Father, I thank you right now for healing that person with meningitis. I thank you for healing them. I give you glory and I give you praise. And I, I give you honor because you alone are worthy to be praised. I thank you for loving us. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Father God, I thank you for that woman with leukemia right now, a blood disease. And Father, just as you healed the woman with the issue of blood, God, I ask you to bring healing to her today in the name of Jesus. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible with your trusting in his word. And we thank you for healing that woman with the leukemia in the name of Jesus, that blood disease. We just praise you. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of, out of it all. And God, I bring that man, that depressed man, that depressed, so depressed, I bring him to you. I bind the strong man of depression, sickness, and infirmity over him. I bind the strong man of sickness and infirmity over him. And I speak to that spirit of depression that would leave him, loose him right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I speak a spirit of peace, joy, healing will come upon him right now in the name of Jesus. Let him know that he's loved by God. And yes, he cares. Jesus cares. Father, I ask you to bring other men who love the Lord to bring them into his life right now. Father, you're the comforter. So I ask you to comfort him right now in the name of Jesus. God, I bring three ladies to you right now. Ashikumamandesi. Ikoramandesi tandiamandere koreasete. 
Ishata roro kusiri ya sante makuri ya namasia. Mama mama nesete roro soto. Father, I bind the strong man of sickness and infirmities over those three ladies. I see them with suicidal tendencies because they had gotten so depressed, so depressed of what the world and enemy had done to them. They are at the point of giving up. But Father, right now, Father, I speak that that spirit of suicidal tendencies will loose them right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you're removing that yoke from off their neck and the burden in the name of Jesus. God, I ask your Holy Spirit to whisper in their ear that he loves them. Father, I ask you to send workers their way right now in the name of Jesus, like you sent Philip to go to the eunuch. And so I ask you to speak to two of your workers to go on assignment to find those three ladies right now to minister hope, minister the word of God, minister the grace. I speak the grace of God over them. I speak the love of God over them. In the name of Jesus, I speak the peace of God that passes all understanding with God, their hearts and mind right now in the name of Jesus. And God, and that person who's experienced a serious air, air ache because there's an air infection and I see it around the eardrum. Air Father God, I speak to that infirmity that it be loose from them in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for healing that affliction right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you praise and I give you honor and I give you glory because there is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I have searched throughout eternity not and find there is none like you. I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord your healer. You sent your word and heal our disease. I am the Lord, your healer. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory for loving us so much. I'm loving you more every day. Loving you more every day. The more I love you, I want to show you I'm loving you more every day. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I see a woman right now. She's about to give birth. And the baby is not struggling inside of her womb. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak life to that baby in the name of Jesus because that baby is a gift that you're bringing into this world. I speak right now in the name of Jesus that she will not have to have an operation like cut to bring the baby out. But Father God, you will open up her cervix, open it up right now in the name of Jesus. 
that that baby head will turn down in the right direction in the na name of Jesus and that baby will come forth whole in the name of Jesus. And I speak right now that you would use that baby as a prophet to the nations in the name of Jesus because the enemy wanted to take it. Yes, Jesus, yes, 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 yes. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you. Jesus came to set the captives free. Thank you. Thank you for deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. I give you praise. I give you honor and I give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, 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 amen. There's a river of life flowing out of me. There's a river of life flowing out of me. Oh, blessed Jesus, there's someone with emphysema. I am an esoto. Eko ramasa toro ramakore ramasiere eko ramashia. Eto ramasiere eko ramasiere rokoshere ramasieta. Mama mama nere sete ramasia. Ara ramasete nere seto ramakore ramasia. Eta ramasete nere sete. Eta ramasete nere sete. Eta ramasata nere soto. Amama yende da da sete da da sete da da sete ramakata ekora ramasi da da mane da da sete ekora mama da sete da da sete. Father, I thank you for healing that woman with the emphysema right now in the name of Jesus. I give you praise. I give you honor. And I give you glory. For you're worthy to be praised. Amacheto ramasia. Yes, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, blessed Jesus. We're still going back to the glory. Because he's bringing glory out of us. Oh, there's glory in us. The seed is not going to die in us. Oh, God, because life is in the seed. Seeds of glory. I said yesterday, the last thing I remember saying, Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Fear God. Keep his commandment. This is the whole. <laughs> this is the whole. The whole. The whole. Conclusion of the matter. It is. So we give him praise. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. Lord, now and always, we give you the praise. We give you praise, 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 praise. With our hands lifted up and our voice filled with praise, we give you praise. So we give you praise this morning 
And we're still talking about God's creation. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showed his handiwork. That's Psalm 19. Day unto day uttereth utter speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and is circled unto the end of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Talking about the seeds of glory. I think one of the best ways to describe this process of becoming is with the analogy of a seed. We've been speaking about the seed all week. Okay, take a papaya seed that we was, that I was talking about my papaya tree. Take a papaya seed, for example. At first glance, a papaya seed doesn't look like much. It's small, it's dark, almost black, and hard. Not too hard. Many people wouldn't give it a second thought. But an orchidist, however, would immediately recognize the worth. The value of, 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 of a papaya seed is found not so much in what is it is, but in what it can become. Now, like I said, when I planted that, it became a papaya tree. A papaya seed is just a seed, but hidden inside is a potential to become a papaya tree. And even an entire orchard of papaya trees. Right now, I have about 10 papaya trees in my yard but I had to plant a seed in the right environment, in the right soil. And this is not an automatic process. Having the papaya seed does not guarantee the papaya tree. Because if it stays in your hand, how is it going to become a tree? In a sense, the tree is already in the seed, but because God put it there. That's the potential the glory of the seed. Before the papaya seed can realize its full potential and become a papaya tree, it must be planted in the proper environment where it can be nurtured and cared for. When all the conditions are right, fertile soil, irrigation, the proper climate, and plenty of sunshine, the seed will sprout and produce a tree. It's inevitable. That's the way God designed it. The papaya seed will fully express its glory and the result will be a tree that is heavy, full with the fruit, with the glory. Be heavy with the glory. And you, you look at the tree and say, oh my God, Lord, to God be the glory. Look at the glory on that tree. And when it's ripe, it will be very tasty. The papaya seed would have become what God intended it to be. A papaya tree bursting with the nicest fruit. Right now, it must have been 30 on that tree. That's how God works. He always sees beyond the obvious. He looks past what is 
to what can be. So we look at people in their state. We look at the caterpillar in its state, but that's what it is. But then look at what it will be when the butterfly comes out. So look at people who we walk by and say, ain't nothing coming out of him or her. But when we see them again, we say, oh, look what it, wa it was, but now look the transformation. God programmed growth and maturity in everything, every living cre created thing that he, he created, every living thing that God created. He programmed the growth in it. When God pronounced a son to Abraham, he didn't look at, at Abraham as how old he was. Because he was past childbearing. But this, he was looking at, hey, you know something? I could bring children. I could bring nations. I could bring people out of this man. So this was part of God's plan. Abraham's body contained a potential for multitude of descendants. I know someone, I'm not calling no name. She's tiny, tiny, tiny. And I remember going to school. I remember going to college. Next thing I know, she was married. She had 10 children, 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But it was in her. But he had to follow Abraham, had to follow God in faith. Abraham's love relationship with God and his obedience formed the environment that made it possible for him to release his potential. The writer of the book of Hebrews summed it up this way. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 12, And so from this one man, and this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars. And so from this one man, and he was as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Abraham began with only a seed of glory, but ended up becoming the father of a nation. Now I see that 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 young lady's children, they grown. And I was like, what? I remember when there was one little tiny thing. Today, there are many of us who are not becoming the people we really are inside. This is either because we are in the wrong environment or because we are not giving proper nourishment to the seeds of glory inside of us that are hidden within us. In order for those seeds, <coughs> excuse me, in order for those seeds to sprout and flourish, we need the nurturing environment of the presence of God. In a sense, we need to return back to the presence of God. But choices we make every day affect both the environment in which we live and breathe 
and the growth and the health of the tree. We, we, we are called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. So we make choices every day. It affects the environment in which we live and breathe and the growth and health of the tree of glory in us that wants to come out. So as a Christian, we need to develop, we need to put the word of God in us. We need to stay in the presence of God. We need to stay in prayer and worship, the right environment. How we spend our time, what we spend our money on, what we need, what we feed our bodies, the ideas and images that fill our minds from books, movies, television, or the internet. All of these are factors in determining whether our tree, us, will be healthy or whether it will be stunted. When I was growing up, the old people used to say, you, you, you done grow or you stunted or whether we, we will, it will determine whether we, 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 we have a deformed mind and man, malnourished because we watching the wrong things. We in the wrong company instead of switching and being in the word of God and around folks who love the Lord and who will speak the word to you and encourage you in the word. All of us have at least an idea of the treasures inside us. We have this treasure in earthen vessel. Some of us have an idea. That's why we have dreams and, and ambitions. God has planted in us dreams, ideas, passions, imagination, creativity, and hope, because hope will make not make us not ashamed. Because you can have all those inside of you, but you have to hold on to your hope that it will come, it will happen. These things require the right environment in order to flourish and come to fruition. The presence of God is the only environment that is truly suitable. God designed us for his presence. And there alone can we reach our full potential. It is only when we are in his presence, in his word, that we will become what he has called us to be. So don't die in the seed. Did some people die? The life is in the seed, but some some don't come out, they die. Premature death aborts glory. So a little while ago when that word of knowledge came about that woman who's about to bring forth the baby and the baby is struggling inside of her. So, so here is the Holy Spirit had me to pray and I prayed exactly what he had me to pray and some things I don't understand what he said because he, I, I believe at that point he went off in tongues because God knows what to pray for, to bring that baby forth. And that seed didn't die inside of her because I watched as I was praying the head coming out on life. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. You are so awesome. Without him, I can do nothing. Without him, 
I truly fail. Without you, I will be drifting like a ship without a sail. Yes, premature dead aborts glory. Children who die before reaching maturity never reveal the fullness of who they could have been. When I turn on the TV and whatever, and I see the little children and in abandoned uh, in, in, in areas and, and uh, suffering, it pains my heart because most of them will die, not bringing forth the glory. They die in the seed. In other words, in our world today, we face a deadly, a deadly glory conspiracy. Right now, I think I call it a deadly glory conspiracy. You see many people dying? I believe there's a conspiracy. <laughs> a scheme concocted by the adversary to destroy human glory before it is manifested. We see the evidence of this conspiracy most clearly in the prevalence of abortion. Number one, we see it. So therefore, when that happens, their treasures, what's inside of them, are lost to the world forever. This is not God's design. It is not. The glory of a boy is a man. But first, he's a boy. So you just see him as a boy. But when he keeps growing as a man, that's the glory come out. He's a man. Now, I remember when they used to say, pig going to grow hog. I didn't understand. I thought a pig was a hog anyway. Well, anyway, I didn't understand that. But I noticed the little pig, and it grew into a big pig, which they refer to as a hog. So the little boy or the little girl, glory, is inside that little boy, which becomes a man. The glory of a girl is a woman. Glory is the true essence and nature of a thing. The true essence and nature of a boy or girl is a man or woman. They are to become. A little boy will become a man. A little girl will become a woman. Just as a seed must die in order to bring forth the tree, so must the boy, the boy, that spirit boy, that boy will die. The spirit of a boy will die for the man to emerge. Now, if the man never emerged out of that boy and it stays that little boy, now then we know that's called disability and whatever you call it, it never the glory never came out as a man. The girl must die before the woman can appear. A boy cannot become a man and remain a boy. When I was a child, I put away childish things. When I become a man, I put away childish things. When I was a child, I act as a child. 
But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So a boy cannot become a man and remain a boy. A girl cannot grow into a woman and remain a girl. One must give way to the other. This is a natural process of growth and maturity, the natural goal of glory. Life is an unbroken process of becoming something. Whoever we were born to be, we are, it's already in us. But bringing it out remains patience. I spoke to someone this morning and I said, uh, you should have gone on that line at 530. Uh, yes, the, long, the line is long, but in other words, you have to have patience. So long suffering develops patience. So bringing it out requires long suffering to develop patience. Requires patience, hard work, and the right environment. So how do you bring out the full glory within us? How do we bring it out? Being in a proper environment is the most important thing. No matter of patience, no amount of patience, and no amount of hard work will produce a good result of if we if we are trying to work in the wrong place or at the wrong task. How could you expect a doctor who's supposed to be doing surgeries? and supposed to be saving lives, a doctor, stand in the kitchen all day cleaning dishes. He's in the wrong environment. His glory is not coming out of him. Wrong environment. So we must be, be, in, be being in the proper environment is the most important thing. No amount of patience and hard work would produce a good result if we are trying to work in the wrong place or at the wrong task. Look what happened in Genesis. God first placed Adam in the Garden of Eden. Then he assigned him work to do. The location was more important than the command. Where we are is more important than what we're doing. If we are in the wrong place, we'll never accomplish what we're supposed to do or become who we're supposed to be. This is true whether we are talking about our career or our spiritual walk as believers. So there are times when the enemy messes up the people and they are, they are evangelists or they're pastors or they're prophets or whatever, but yet they're sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time because the enemy has messed them up. So they're sitting there, either drunkards or cocaine addicts, the enemy did that to them. They are in the wrong environment because the enemy sowed evil seeds in their minds. But God comes and said, hey, this is my seed and grabs it up. But he sends workers, workers, and the Holy Spirit searches for them, transforms them, and brings them in the right environment and fill them up to pour the glory out of them. 
Living in a growing love relationship with God is more important than anything we could try to do for him. He wants us in a relationship with, with him before anything else. We tend to become like the people we spend the time with. If you want to become like God and bring out his glory within us, we need to hang out with him. That's why living and working in the environment of his presence is so important. Glory is the fullness of maturity exposed. Jesus said, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Matthew 5 and 48. The word perfect here means complete or a full age. Like I said, when you was a child, you speak as a child, but when you become a man, you put away childish things. Perfect here does not mean without defect, at least in relation to man. God truly is perfect, but we are not. God is perfect, but we are not. But perfect means complete. Another word for it is maturity. Get to the place of maturity. There is no such thing as a perfect person, but there is such a thing as a complete person, a fully mature person. It is a tragedy for someone or something to die before it has a chance to reach full maturity, and we've seen it all the time. If the papaya tree dies in the seed, we never will see the glory. God does not want us to die in seed form. He filled us with his glory in order that we might pour it out before men. So he was pouring out this morning. He's pouring out his healing. He's pouring out his deliverance. He is pouring out his love. Therefore, revealing to the world his person and his eternal purpose. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. And we give you praise and give you honor. We give you glory. And I pray that the hearers of this teaching this morning would apply it, would apply it. And not only hearers, but doers of the word. We give you glory and we give you praise. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to pour your grace and your mercy and your love and your peace upon them today. Ask that you keep them safe from the evil one. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing home to you the wanderers that the enemy has taken out. We thank you for souls coming into your kingdom. We thank you for your healing virtue, your healing power. We thank you for your comfort today in the name of Jesus. And God bless you. I love you. Have a blessed day. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Do not die.
in the seed. Let be in the right environment in his presence and let the glory of the Lord come out of you. In Jesus' name.